Hello guys and welcome back. Today we're going to be looking at a social value hierarchy. Before I explain social uh, value for 2020 and in a previous video, I think this one's way more important. I think this breaks it down properly and there's a few nuggets in here that I think a lot of you guys could take away with you into, um, into your normal daily life and it's going to change the game for you. Um, the two videos that I'm releasing today, I think are game changers. I think they're going to shed so much light on the male industry or male lifestyles that, um, they're probably going to be two of my best videos ever, whether they're the most watched or not. I don't know, but they're going to be two of the best videos that I've ever done. Um, so let's get started. So for anybody who doesn't know social value, especially the hierarchy is about the order in which people are perceived in terms of their value in society. So that's in terms of their dating value, in terms of how powerful they're perceived by other people, you know, both men and women, um, and where they would rank themselves, where they would rank other people. And I think this is my take on how I think everything is structured or should be structured. Now let's start at the bottom. So around about, to keep it simple, obviously these are rough estimates, but 50% is the general public. This is the large, and, and these aren't to scale, of course, because it'd be hard to fit in, but 50% is the general public, where I think this is kind of, this is kind of just a mixed bag of people. This is everybody who you would consider average and below, which I think would be around about 50% of the general public. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying these people are bad. I'm just saying these are people who, quite frankly, a lot of people don't really give a shit. They don't really care, you know? They're not worried about going to the gym. They're not worried about becoming successful and a lot of money. They just kind of want to mull around in life and maybe just have somewhat of a social life, maybe just date somebody on their level. They're not too bothered. I mean, I, I can't understand it myself, but I don't blame them. I don't go against it. I just think that's their life. That's what they choose to do. And this makes up a giant portion of about 50% of people that the type of people that you can walk down the street and you're going to walk past like, you know, probably, well, based on the percentage, five out of 10 people, 50 out of 100 people that you walk past on the street would comfortably sit into this category. So now we jump up to the second one. This is going to shock a lot of you people. Um, is that good-looking men are second from bottom on this run. Now, obviously, there's a lot of people down here, so they're you know in the top 50%, uh, they're 50 to 60% here. But I, I don't think good-looking men actually have that much value. I think being a good-looking man is just like, yeah, so what, whatever, it doesn't really make a massive difference to what a woman finds attractive, in my opinion. Um you know, and by good-looking man, I mean these guys that have got maybe, let's say, you've got a full head of hair, you know, you haven't got any real striking features, your body fat's at like 15%, nothing crazy, nothing out of the ordinary, um, but, pe but women would be like, hey, he's a good-looking guy. You know, guys that are probably around about six to eight in terms of looks, I think they kind of the general public will definitely notice them. So the, the women that are usually like six and below or five and below, you know, they'll look at these men like they're gods. And I think this gives these guys a massive ego trip. I think that's where you get the kind of high school jocks from because they're used to getting this kind of attention. And uh, this, I think a lot of young men get this as well, where they think they're super good looking, that they can get any woman in the world. They, they believe they can get women up here. But in reality, you know, they're struggling to get women here they end up dating women that are on this level or marrying them quite quickly. Um, that happens all the time. 
and they end up kind of sleeping with women in this bracket and calling themselves players. That's what I think happens with this bracket of men. There's around about 10% of them. Um, you know, probably 10 out of every 100 guys that you meet on the on the street would fit into this bracket. And uh, yeah, it's kind of... We'll see in a minute. We'll connect all this together when we get to this level. That's why it's stuck out because it's kind of the variable. It's kind of the breaking point. But if we move up to the next level, we see women are sixes and sevens. And they make up around about 25%, I think, of the global population. I think no matter where you go on the planet, sixes and sevens will pretty much dominate just, just based on modern genetics, modern makeup, modern clothes. I think most women could pass as a six minimum. You know, seven is actually a very, very hot woman um, in terms of value. I mean, if, if if a woman is a is a six, but then she's got intelligence and a great personality, she's probably going to be a seven. So, um, you know, these women have massive value, these sevens. And as we can see here, we've got 50, 60, 70, 80, 85%. So 85% of the world's population fit below this line, which is... Um, you know, which is pretty incredible, really. And the women here will date these men. So I'll tell you what's crazy. is This is the majority of people. It's the majority of men. There's a large percentage of the world's population of men. They desire these women. The problem is these 10% of guys end up sleeping with a lot of these women. You know, they, they do the whole player thing down here, like I said. But these are the women that they're striving for and given good work. They're, they're the ones, these two date each other. Is basically what I'm trying to say. A guy that might be an eight will date a woman that's a six. You know, a guy that's an eight might date a woman that's a seven. But a guy that's an eight will struggle to date a woman that's an eight because she just has so many more options. But if if women are the same in terms of looks as as a man, the woman will always be one level above just because she's a woman, and uh, men just desire looks a lot more. So. This percentage of women here, the ones again, the types of women that you can get some great women in this bracket. Like I said, you can get women that aren't too good looking where they haven't had crazy levels of attention, you know, maybe like a six or a seven where they've had to add some personality traits and some intelligence to their to their repertoire. You know, maybe they're well read, maybe they've got a good sense of humor um, and women in this bracket are usually good women to be with if you're looking to have a relationship or something or you know date a range of women I think this bracket's quite fun to be around and that's what brings us to this level here which is physical rarity which makes people around about a 7.5 and that's this is about five percent of the population so out of every hundred people around about five people have this quality where for example, you look at a good-looking man, that's somebody who just has maybe, you know, in terms of looks, they're just like a, a six or a seven, and girls are like, yeah, he's a good-looking guy, he passes the kind of good-looking barrier of not being ugly, not being, you know, he's just above average, that's fine with me. Whereas this physical rarity, this is people who, you know, they might be a male model, they might have a ridiculous jawline. Um, those guys that you see on Instagram that might have like, really dark hair and then they've got lime green eyes or something or gray eyes you know something that just sticks out and for women this would be a woman that would have the best boobs you've ever seen um she might have big lips you know that might be something that it's kind of fetishes that guys are into and it might be wide hips and a thin waist you know it could be if you look on places like reddit when you've got busty petites and stuff like that it could be really small women with giant tits 
So then it's like a physical rarity, you know, a giant butt. That's another one in the modern era. If a girl's got like a giant ass and wearing like tight leggings or something, she fits into this 5% bracket. She, she could have, you know, she could have an average to ugly face. She could have terrible personality. She could have terrible sense of humor, no intelligence whatsoever. She still becomes a 7.5 because she has, she has one singular trait that can be, you know, that is massively desirable by way of mating. You know, every guy here, every guy here, so around about 60% of the world's population of men are looking at these women like they're gods or goddesses. That's the type of women that they might have pinned up on their wall, etc. That, you know, they, they just have that one feature, like double D tits or something. And these guys are like, I'd love to be with a woman like that. It's a lot of fetishes in this area. But here's why it's important for you guys, why I've stuck it out and made it gold. And just, just to explain, anything grey is both women and men, general public. Anything blue is men, pink women. And this gold one, I think you probably figured it out, but this gold one is, um, you know, just that outlier sort of thing. That Not an outlier because that's up here, but that one special quality, special trait that can really change the game for people. Now, if you want to be... I explained a video yesterday, which was wealth versus fitness. And I believe wealth is better than fitness because you can then get the fitness from the wealth. Whereas it's hard to do the other way around unless you're a fitness influencer or a male model or something. But even then, it's hard to get real wealth. But here we have rich men, okay? And if if you want to get to kind of the rich guy status, billionaire, rich, famous, outlier male, if you want to get to this upper bracket here, then fantastic. You know, you're going to go for it. You're going to strive for it in life. That's great. If you don't want to really do that and you have no real like buzz or intention to become super rich, you just want to kind of enjoy your life at the same time. You want to, you know, have a good quality and sleep with a lot of attractive women. I recommend what you should do in terms of physical rarity. This is why I always implored you guys, always encourage you guys to get the perfect body and anybody can do it. Because even if you're an ugly guy or you don't really have a lot of money, you don't have a great job, etc., you can make yourself a 7.5 from just having the best body that man's ever seen. You know, if you're just in the gym two, three hours a day, you dedicate, it's the one thing you're really committed to. Maybe you save your money, have a few decent assets, whatever. That would bring you up around about here, to be fair. As soon as you start culminating things together, culminating positive traits, uh, you rise up here. But we'll explain that later. But for this physical rarity, if, you, if you're a guy who doesn't really have a lot by way of, you know, attractiveness, if you can just build a body that is a 10, a 9 or a 10, where you've just got like, I don't know, you're around about 220 pounds of just lean muscle, and it's just that kind of sexy muscle that look good with, looks good with no clothes, and it looks, you know, great with clothes on, then you're going to get spotted all the time. You know, and then when you take your top off in summer, etc., girls are going to be all over you. Other guys are going to respect you, and it's going to put you immediately at a seven point five. It could even get you more jobs. It could get you a promotion. Like as much as people say that's crazy, that shit happens. Like if you're a six foot two guy with a great body, you know, a masculine jawline, they've they've proven that you're more likely to get promotions and have a higher wage, etc., because of social value. And if we look down here, we've got fifty. 60, 70, 80, 85, 90. So below this line is 90% of the world's population. So if you're here at 7.5 with a perfect body, you've got, like I said, if you've got half a brain here, 
If you've got half a brain and you're a 7.5 because of the muscle that you've built, the body that you've built, and you dress well, which is pretty fucking easy to do, guys. 90% of the world's population are below you in terms of perceived social value. So you could, you could be dating sevens often. You know, if you, if you want to go down that route of marriage, I don't recommend it. But if you wanted to go down that route and date and whatever, you could be with a woman who's a seven. You know, you could have a great job because you're above these guys, these guys. You know, your boss could sit in this bracket. And he thinks you're a god. So, oh, look at the shape so-and-so's in. Mike's in great shape, you know. He gives you, you're a 7.5. He's like a 3. He gives you a promotion, makes you, lets you stick around, hires you for the great job. You could be on like 40K a year, dating a 7. You know, with even these guys, the good-looking men, looking up to you and being like, damn, he's in some great shape. You know, and you've got 90% of the world kissing your ass and you're up in this upper-level bracket. That's if you don't want to reach these levels. Not everybody wants to, right? But this is kind of like a trump card. And like I said, that could be a woman with just ridiculous legs. You know, she's just got long legs, she wears heels, and she just looks amazing. Or, you know, a woman with a beautiful face and just a a stick-thin body where there's nothing really to grab to, it's not that impressive. You know, it's like some Russian women where their faces are just unbelievable, but the bodies are just normal. Um, They sit around here at a 7.5, and everybody turns their head when they're wearing a tight black dress or something. You could be that guy. You know, the woman who walks in with the thin waist and the wide hips, you know, not much else going on, but everyone thinks, wow, look at, look at her. I can't take my eyes off her for some reason. You know, a woman who's got double D tits and has uh, cleavage on show. They sit around here, 7.5. You could have that same effect as a man if you get that physical rarity body, you know, where there's only 5%. So out of every 100 men, only five men really have something like this, like a 10-inch penis or... You know, that crazy body that I was on about or just a crazy jawline. You could fit in this percentage where you can be dating these women. Your boss might be in this bracket. You're above good-looking men because you just signify alpha male and you get an instant 7.5, which actually gives you a chance to be at these like these parties, hang around with these people, friends with these people, occasionally dating some 8s to 10s. You know, if you reach, if you can just add one or two more traits and make it up to this level at outlier male level. Um, But moving up, so this one's going to surprise people. I'm going to do these two together. So we've got rich men, roughly around about 4% of the uh, the world's population. And and I think rich is classified as 250,000 and above, I believe, in a lot of different circles, earning a quarter of a million a year and above. I think once it sort of says million, as in quarter of a million, I think a lot of people would say after tax, you're still rich. You know, you've still got six figures and above after tax. Um, or not above six figures, but you've got above a hundred grand comfortably um, after tax in this bracket. So that's very, very, very rich for a lot of people in any part of the world, right? So these guys are around about 4% and then eights to tens, which we're always hearing about. And usually they're second on the level and rich men are first. That's why I wanted to do these together. On most hierarchies that you see is rich men here, number one. And then you'll see eight to tens, number two, and every, probably these three underneath. You know, and people don't take into account that one, that one, that one. There's so this one. There's so many that people miss out on. Um, but the reason I've got rich men one below eights to tens in terms of women is because 
these eights and tens, they want to be with outlier males. They want to be with famous guys. They want to be with billionaires, you know, and this is it's pretty much what they do. They date these three sections of guys. Ideally, they would kind of want to marry somebody here, outlier male, because the fame is just a bit of fun. You know, billionaires, you don't get many billionaires that are that attractive. But here you could probably find a guy who's worth 40, 50 million and he's in shape and he's a nice guy and he's still pretty young. So these women are dying to get with these outlier males. But 5% doesn't fit into one, you know, and this is barely a percentage. Uh, by the way, I go point zero 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 one percent above a hundred but this is such a small percentage it's not even worth you know changing this to 0.9 it just gets stupid okay just in case anybody says in the comments but these girls here the eights to tens and get any guy in the world but whether whether these guys here actually want just one woman or not is the problem so once you get to this level up here famous billionaire and outlier males you have so many options that like I said, 5% doesn't go into one. So for every one of these guys, there's five ridiculous, ridiculously hot women that, that you know, they could share around. Obviously, there's more than that um, for each guy, but they could have five, eight to tens each living with them. And uh, that would divide around quite easily. There might even be more of these girls. There's probably 10, 5% is probably just the tens. You know, the the world population is quite... It's so big now that this isn't a rarity anymore. This used to be a real rare thing. You can, in every city in the world, you can find somebody who's a 10 and, you know, eights and nines are abundant now as well. Um, but the reason these two are swapped around is because when these women can't get these guys or can't lock these guys down is what I'm trying to say. They'll sleep with them. These guys will sleep with all of these girls, especially the outlier males and the famous guys. Um, a few billionaires will pay for them. But the rich men here that are on quarter of a million and above, they're probably more likely going to date women here that are sixes and sevens um, and occasionally a few eights. But most rich men aren't good looking. Most rich men aren't in good shape. You know, most rich men are usually fat, old, bold, you know, whatever you want to say. They, they get rich for a reason because they're trying to make up for a lot of traits that they don't have. Um, and their perceived value is very much within their money, is very much in monetary terms. Whereas these women here, you know, they're just hot to everybody. So even these guys want them. But here's what happens is these guys pay for these women a lot. So you get escorts, you get, um, what's it called? Uh, OnlyFans and stuff like that. These cam girls that on this level here that kind of they're looking down at these kind of guys to to make up, you know, a lot of the bills. But these guys here pay a lot of these girls' bills, you know. They take them on dates. They buy them expensive shit. They pay them, like I said, for escorting, etc. They pay them just to go out for dates. Um, you know, girls here might date these guys for like six months, have five or six holidays out of it, a couple handbags, and then leave because they just want to be with somebody on this level. And this is what these rich guys don't do. That's why they're below outlier males obviously this top bracket but this is why they're below outlier males and this is why they're below eights to tens is because all they can offer is money which you know when in order to get rich you need a, a million different qualities to go with it but in terms of social value it's hard to see that when somebody is like a 50 year old bold um out of shape guy who dresses terribly and just kind of like smokes and drinks whatever and he's trying to approach a 10 you know, he might have the, all the money, but she just kind of sees that as an opportunity. She just sees that as just a wallet to drain rather than somebody to be with. That's why rich men sit up here and everybody underneath this, 
94% of the world's population are like, damn, he's the man. And a lot of these, like I said, a lot of these guys will date these women because a six or a seven being with a multimillionaire is a good deal for both. Um, but in terms of going above a bracket, it's not going to happen. But they're still above 94% of the world's population or within that bracket. They're definitely above 90%, which is why they're so high up on here. Because, you know, you drive past in a Ferrari and straight away all of these people here, this 90% bracket, are like, he's the man, he's fantastic, he's great. Or at least these women, it grabs their attention. It definitely grabs the attention of these women down here. So... That's why these two are in reverse. And this is as high as women really get. Sometimes, you know, a, a woman who's a billionaire isn't as... The, the the social value isn't as high for a woman who's a billionaire as a man who's a billionaire. Because men don't value women with money as much as women value men with money. So I think this is kind of where I think a lot of... Let's say Oprah. I think someone like Oprah might fit in someone like here. A six to seven. I think her money makes her a six. I think that's around about it. Maybe physical rarity because it's, you know, it's not physical rarity, but it's monetary rarity. It's life rarity. You know, maybe she could sit sit there, but I think it's probably more likely that she sits here. You know, rich women are about a six and a seven, which is sad in a way, but it's just the way of evolution. You know, there's, there's downfalls and and peaks for everybody, so it is what it is. Um, you know, men have to work all their life to get high up on this ranking. A woman could be, like an 18-year-old girl could be here. She could be a 10. So she's the top 1% of this 5%. So she's sitting in the top 2% of the world's whole population in terms of perceived value. And she's done nothing. Whereas a guy here is below her and she's worked, and he's worked all his life. So, you know, it's not, it's, it's, everything's, everything's unfair and fair at different times. But here we move up to where I expect a lot of you guys to want to strive for in life. So the outlier male is, and I've explained to you guys before, and I'll I'll include it at the end of the video so you guys can watch it again or people who haven't seen it can watch it, which is the straight seven system. So the guys that maybe in terms of looks are a seven, in terms of wealth, they're a seven, in terms of physical fitness, they're a seven, you know, bodies are seven. Um, in terms of intelligence, they're a seven. The way they dress is about a seven out of 10. Their assets are like a seven. So they don't have like a billionaire home, but they have a home that's worth six, seven, eight hundred thousand. Um, you know, in, in somewhere like London, it's like, wow, this, this guy's doing well. He's not, he maybe like, he's not a billionaire, but maybe he's worth 2 million, you know, and this is where the outlier male comes in. So these guys here, the rich guys, might be richer than these guys here, but as a collective, this guy here, let's say this guy here has 10 million, this guy here has 800,000 in his bank account and earns 100,000 a year, but he's in fantastic shape, he's intelligent, he's well-read, he's a nice guy, whereas this guy down here might be a dick, might be intelligent because he's made his money, but he's kind of out of shape. Like a Harvey Weinstein was sitting like here. That's kind of what I'm talking about. And that's why he was trying to get up to these eights and tens. That's why he had to be such a, a weird fucking molester. Um, you know, and he, if he had got in shape and he had been a nice guy, he'd have been sat here, maybe even up here as a famous guy. But, you know, he would have been sat here on the outlier male bracket in the top 1%. But, you know, he didn't. So, um, but these outlier males, that's where I want you guys to get. That's the aim is to be seven and above in every area of life, to be a, a, 
a renaissance man to just be Mr. Consistent. So to have, like I said, great assets, be in great shape, have the money. You know, it doesn't have to be a billionaire level. It doesn't have to be a rich guy level. But let's say you're earning 100000 a year. You know, you're in the gym six days a week, one hour a day, and you've got pretty good genetics. You're not an ugly guy. You've made the best of yourself. You've done orthotropics, got a decent jaw. Um, you followed all the steps to make sure you maintain your youth. You know, you don't go out drinking on weekends. You save your money. You invest well. You maintain your health. And it's just kept you looking good throughout the, like the last... 10, 15, 20 years, you're going to sit up here, you know, and you're not, let's say you're still 35 years old, 40 years old, then you're still young enough for these women to be like, damn, that's somebody I want to have kids with, marry, sleep with, whatever you want to do, guys, because that's up to you. If you want to go down any of those routes, I recommend if you're here as an outlier male to stay, to stay single as long as you can, because I think you can have some serious fun. Same here with physical rarity. I think you can have some crazy fun, um, you know, and sleep with hundreds of women here if you wanted to or you know we'll just have a decent life just for you and that's pretty much what the outlier male is about a lot of guys here that do physical rarity that's if you want to just sleep with a lot of women and just have a fun life outlier male here is usually when you just want to do it for you you know it's your life you just want to be better you want to be an improvement on your old self you just want to keep striving for more and have a good life um, you know, and you, you, you go chasing after all your assets, you go chasing after all the wealth, the success, the body, whatever it is. You're just, like I said, a Renaissance man that just wants to achieve and be better. And these women here will notice that and they'll chase you. So like I used to say, don't, don't chase what you want. Um, work on yourself until you get to a certain level where what you want chases you and that's exactly what's going to happen so you're going to work on yourself so much in all different areas that you're going to become an outlier male and these women that are eights to tens and sevens and sixes you know you're just going to have an abundance of women throwing themselves at you um in this bracket here now these uh, this is where i'd rather be i'd rather be this level here outlier male i think that's a much more fun life i think it's fantastic you know, billionaire is potluck. I think you can put a lot of work in, but I think you've got to get slightly lucky. You know, you see a lot of people like, um, you see some people that are superstars in the business world, but they've never become a billionaire. You know, you see somebody like um, Floyd Mayweather. I don't think he's quite a billionaire yet. I think he just fell short, but you know, that takes a, a little bit of luck where it might've been his genetics told him not to spend as much. You know, it could be something there. You, you look at a Michael Jordan, it's like there's not much difference between them. I know Jordan was much bigger in terms of a star, but there's not much between them in terms of, you know, ability and craft towards their sport. But one just made smarter investments. And that's kind of what made them a billionaire. So it's a little bit of luck, a little bit of judgment. You know, it's not necessary to get there. Um, but then there's famous people. And, uh, you know, the example I always use is you've got LeBron James and then you've got or all NBA players really you've got you've got the billionaire owners like Mark Cuban etc that run the NBA and then you've got the players so the famous players who are not even close to the wealth that these billionaires have that own the teams but the women who are going to the games and sitting courtside they're not trying to attract Mark Cuban they're trying to attract LeBron James Steph Curry Kevin Durant they're looking at a lot of these younger guys as well that might be like 22 23 a lot of these rookies and they're thinking, you've never seen a girl like me before. I'm a 10. And that's what I said. This is what these girls are doing, 8s to 10s. They're trying to get these famous guys. They're trying to get in with these billionaires. And they're, if they're young enough, and they're trying to get in with these outlier males, ideally. They kind of want to 
a few girls want to be with famous guys, but a lot of them just want to sleep with them. They want to get something from the billionaire, but they end up want they want to date and marry the outlier males because then when it removes the fame, it means this guy's got less options than this guy. You know, it doesn't matter what level you're at here. If somebody's a famous, famous singer like a Drake or something, you're not going to touch that level no matter what you do here. But you can get very, very high. And, um, you know, I, I just think this is the level to strive for if you want to be, you know, if you want that respect in life, if you want to be real, really up there. I think this is achievable for a lot of guys to achieve the straight seven system. I think this puts you above, what, 99% of the world population. This is... This is when you've made it in life. This is a very nice bracket. You can date women here. You can date women here. You know, you can mix around with rich guys. You can have them as your friends. You can enjoy their company. Um, you know, you've got the guys who have got unbelievable bodies, but because you've got the culmination of everything, you're above them as well. You know, so they're going to respect you. You've got other good-looking men who, yeah, they're good-looking. You're not bad good-looking. You're, you're pretty good-looking, you know, because you're a seven or above or something around that mark, you know, if you average it out. Um, but they just have no wealth. Maybe they're young boys, maybe they're cocky, and you're just so far above them that you know, you're going to get these women, you're going to get more respect, and then the general public are going to look up to you as well, you know, and you could become somewhat of a, you know, an icon or somebody in, in your area, a bit of a face in your area, and I just think that's quite, that's quite a nice little position to be in, but you shouldn't do it for that. You shouldn't do it for the fame, but just to break the graph down, but you should do it because that's for you. you know, up here is for you, down here is a kind of cheat code. Get a perfect body as a man, a body that's like a 10 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10. And when you reach this physical rarity, if you just want to play the cheat code and just have a good life, um, then here you're, here you're in the Matrix. Remember in the Matrix when the guy's like, he's eating steak. I can't remember, is his name Cyrus or something? And he's like, look, I want to be somebody famous. I want to be a celebrity. I want to go back and just have a good life. That would have put him up here, agreed. But a lot of guys here, if you just want to kind of be like a mini local, low-key celebrity, just get in ridiculous shape. You instantly become a 7.5. You can have any woman from this bracket and 90% of the world's population respect you. So this is for the guys that just want to have a good life and they just want to up their social value. Just get in ridiculous shape. Physical rarity is a game changer. This is for the guys that want to follow First Man and they watch all of the videos and they want to be something more in life. It's going to take a little bit longer, but this is the straight seven system. So this is what I'd aim for. This is if you want to have a bit of fun. Um, but ideally, this is what I'd aim for because there's nothing that's out of reach for you at this bracket. But that's my social value hierarchy, guys. I think it's a lot different to what a lot of other people explain. I hope I didn't waffle. I hope you got something from this, whether you want to be an outlier male, you want to have that physical rarity or just something unique about yourself. If you want to be a rich guy or whatever, um, this kind of shows you where you'll sit. And um, yeah, I think it's good reading. I think it's quite interesting content. Thanks for listening, guys.